nuvolari.net. Stories and analysis of Formula One, the podcast for fans of The Circus. Curated by Tomasco Fatiki. Welcome to a new episode of Nuvolari.net. The second World Championship in Formula One history in 1951 included seven races, one more than 1950, with Alfa Romeo and Ferrari fighting for the championship. The first team had Fagioli, Fangio and Farina racing for the whole season, while Ferrari had Ascari, Gonzalez, Taruffi and Villoresi. The season began at Bremgarten in Switzerland the 27th of May. Fangio won, despite a problem during the pit stop that almost ruined the race for him, one minute and 15 seconds ahead of the second place occupied by Piero Taruffi. A race to be remembered for being the first one of one of the greatest Formula 1 drivers in history, despite having never managed to win a world championship, the British man Sterling Moss. Second race was in Belgium, at Spa. Alfa Romeo won again, this time with Farina, ahead of Ascari and Villoresi on Ferraris. The Polman Fangio, instead, ended up wasting a lot of time in the box due to a wheel lock and arrived in ninth place. Third race was at Reims, in France. Fangio won again, ahead of Ascari, third place for Villoresi on Ferrari. Despite being forced to retire, Fagioli and Gonzalez continued the race with cars of their teammates. Remember that the regulation allowed the use of a teammate's car if you were forced to retire. The fourth race of the season at Silverstone is an historical one. Froilan Gonzalez, also known as El Cabezon, won the race on Ferrari, ahead of Fangio on Alfa Romeo and Villoresi on another Ferrari. It's the first win for the Italian team from Maranello, breaking the Alfa Romeo dominance, the beginning of a legend. Next race is in Germany, at Nürburgring. Ferrari kept dominating, with four cars in the top five. Ascari won, Fangion strengthened his championship leadership with a second place, while the podium was completed by Gonzalez, four minutes behind. It was a time during which uh, the gaps were often quite large. At Monza, Ferrari continued its momentum and, despite Alfa Romeo taking the lead at the start, Ascari won ahead of Gonzalez on Ferrari and the duo Farina-Bonetto on Alfa Romeo. Fangio had to retire and saw his advantage being reduced to three points before the last race. Final race at Pedralbes in Spain. Ferrari messed up the tire choices, letting Fangio win the race and the championship. Despite the championship victory, Alfa Romeo decided to retire. Its cars were just not as competitive compared to Ferrari's anymore. The Alfa Romeo 159 had a supercharged 1479cc engine with 385 horsepower, a four-gear transmission, a tubular frame and it weighed 700 kilos. For what concerned the rules? Like the previous year, engines could be either of 1500cc with a supercharger or 4500cc without one. The cars didn't have a weight limit nor a fuel limit. Concerning scores, 8 points to the race winner, 6 for the second place, 4 to the third place, 3 for the fourth and 2 to the fifth, as well as 1 point for who had the fastest lap in the race. Rules kept until 1959. Until 1957, the score could have been split if two drivers had shared the same car. During this year, only four results out of seven races could have been used to calculate the score. Fun facts. Luigi Fagioli is the actual winner of the French Grand Prix, who then gave the win to Fangio. He's currently the oldest winner of a Formula 1 race at 53 years and 22 days. Races went between 20 and 90 laps and had a length between 305 and 502 kilometers. The duration of the race was between 2 hours and 7 minutes and 3 hours and 22 minutes. The fastest lap of the year 
had an average speed of 185.87 kilometers, done, like the previous year, at Monza. I learned to approach racing like a game of billiards. If you bash the ball too hard, you get nowhere. As you handle the cue properly, you drive with more finesse. Juan Manuel Fangio, turn off your engine. See you next time.